hello, welcome to another episode of Philam Creatives Podcast Voices. <laughs> I'm Walter Challens, the vice president and your host for today, and this is my lovely co-host, Arlene Delapena, and we'll be uh, having our guest today, Aina Dumlao. She is a filmmaker, actress, producer extraordinaire. Yes, she's amazing. And uh, so, how you been? It's been a while since I last saw I've you. I've been right? traveling a little bit. Yeah, I just got back from Texas, so you know. Wow. Welcome. Where in Texas did you go? I went to Austin. Ooh. Yes. It's been a while since I went there. Yeah. Do you have some uh, Texas barbecue? Oh my God, I'm barbecued out. I All my clothes smell of barbecue right now. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I know, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, weather was all right, a little bit cooler, but you know, not too bad. I miss that LA sunshine. You been working on any projects right now? Like, You know, I got a few up my sleeve. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Still working on uh, towards a commercial uh, that hopefully will air nationally in the Philippines. Ooh. And then um, I did a feature film voiceover recently. Uh, what else? Have a few skits coming up. Nice. Yeah. A few shorts. Fingers crossed. We'll see. And uh, just recently, like I sent you a photo on Facebook, like I was... <laughs> I was watching Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And um, like a really flash frame came by and I was like, wait, I think I saw someone in the background. <laughs> you know, why am I always at the bar? I don't know. I don't know. I get casted to like be like on the bar. So the yeah. AD thinks like, oh, there's an alcoholic. Yes, there. I think so. <laughs> or they're like, she looks stressed. I think she could use a few drinks. Yes. Do they give you guys? They don't give you guys. Nah, it's all fake. Unless yep. you slip it in, like, in a little flask. Yeah. I mean, I tried. I tried. But, you know, it was cool. It was cool to be on set with, uh, you know, for Will and Grace. And I was doing background. And uh, just to watch them rehearse. And, man, they're so talented, so funny. So it was really, really cool to see all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was just, for all you guys don't know, like, a lot of people, um, actors and just um, L.A. locals, they, they do background work. Um, aside from doing like trying to get, do auditions and all that stuff. And it does pay the bills for the most part. And it's just fun being on set, isn't it right? Yeah, it's definitely a great uh, learning experience to just see how the big studios do things and uh, to be able to witness all these like historic shows. I mean, Will and Grace, like they took such a, you know, big time off and then all of a sudden they revitalized the show and, and, um, and yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to watch that. It's, it's insane. So. I mean, that's the goal, right? We need to get a Filipino sitcom up there someday. <laughs> yeah, like hopefully we'll get that. We got fresh off the boat and then hopefully we'll we'll continue with just snowball from there and have more uh, people of color uh, sitcoms and TV shows. If you had a Filipino sitcom show, what would you call it? Oh, man, that's you're putting me <laughs> on the spot. Like, <laughs> that's hard because there's so much that goes into a title. Like, I definitely would want it to be a telenovela, like a funny telenovela. Ooh. I don't know a name though. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I mean, like, you could probably do a telenovela just with here in PwC, like the the stuff that goes on here. <laughs> well, can we do it in IKEA? Have you seen those things? Oh yeah, by Rand Randall Park. Yeah. That, team. that was great. Yeah, we should do that. Um, and speaking of, we're gonna bring our guests here soon, and uh, I just think it's so appropriate that we are here at PwC, um, an organization that um, tries to help out 
uh, immigrants working and working in domestic the domestic help field or uh, healthcare and all that stuff. Um, and if you guys get a chance, visit their website at pwcsc.org and uh, just learn more about them. And it's just ironic, not ironic, but it's just it's just great because uh, our guest today. Uh, Ina's just got a film called Diwa, right? So yeah, she has a feature film coming up, and it's uh, it tackles a lot of those uh, types of immigration laws and immigration struggles. So I'm looking forward to talking to her about that. Cool. Without further ado, actually, let's go ahead and bring Ina out, and um, she'll be right out after these uh, short messages. Today's episode brought to you by the good folks at Filipino Worker Center. From the heart of historic Filipino town, PwC focuses on providing programs that help meet the immediate needs of workers and their families, while at the same time building their leadership to take collective action for long-lasting change. Philam Creative presents the fourth annual Hollywood Actors Panel, a panel discussion and networking event featuring our special guest industry panelists who represent the craft of acting across the board. 2018 industry guest panelists include John John Briones, recently played Modessa Kunanen in FX American Horror Story. Ginger Gonzaga, actress, currently plays Dana in NBC Comedy Champions. Reggie Lee, actor, played Sergeant Wu for six seasons on NBC's Grimm. Ellen D. Williams, actress, currently plays Nicole in the Emmy Award winning FX comedy Baskets. Join us Saturday, June 9th, 2018 from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Filipino Workers Center at 153 Glendale Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90026. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Look up 4th Annual Hollywood Actors Panel. See you there. And we're back. We are here with Aina Dumlao, filmmaker. Thank Extraordinaire. You. <laughs> I try to be. Assassin. No, <laughs> next role, next role. <laughs> no FBI, no, she's not. She's just a filmmaker. <laughs> but not just any filmmaker. You are an awesome filmmaker who is doing, uh, creating a film about uh, social, social justice. Social justice and social, kind of, and social inequality in, like, uh, in our society today, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's titled Diwa. <laughs> Thanks for helping me segue into it. Yes, it's a social justice film about a Filipino woman who came here as an undocumented immigrant. And, you know, there's things that happen to her in the story that leads her down the path of wanting to end her life. And that's kind of like the, the meat of the story. It's such a... Um well, it's like it's such a. It's it's a comedy. No. <laughs> Whoa! Did not see dark. that coming. Dark. <laughs> it's comedy. a dark comedy. <laughs> it's British humor. <laughs> um, no, because I know we were before you came on. We were talking about how cool it was the fact that you're here, and again, we're at PwC, and that's kind of like uh, they they do a lot of activism for um, people in that situation. You mm -hmm. know, whether it's not just Filipinos, but um, just immigrants in general. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that, it's kind of cool that we're doing that here. Like, how did you come up with that concept? I I actually was the lead um, in a short film. I was just an actress in it. I wasn't part of the the, the production team on it, but I I played a modern day slave 
for lack of a better term. Like it's it's <coughs> based on several real stories where there was a woman that they found in Orange County mm -hmm. that happened to be enslaved for for almost a decade by this this um, Arab American family. Like they yep. took her passport, they took all that. So af after I, I I became a lead in that film, like it kind of opened me and my partner up, Bru Muller. It, it it opened us up to kind of like an entire world of stories that were untold. So it led us down the path of like, okay, what other stories are there that we can tell, that we can give a voice to? So mm -hmm. after, like I kind of like went down a rabbit hole of, of stories that landed us on um, an ACLU article about um, female night workers who are undocumented being the most vulnerable members of this, this society. So when I saw that article, I, I, I saw like a specific article where um, uh, an assistant district attorney in Virginia, I believe, where there was like a, a woman, an undocumented immigrant who was um, seeking out help, um, kind of like to, there's this, there's this thing called the U visa that protects undocumented mm -hmm. victims from, from, from perpetrators that it, it kind of like gives them like a temporary stay like gives them a temporary three-year visa for as long as they cooperate with law enforcement, right, in, in uh, filing a case against um, the perpetrators. So when she went to this district attorney and said, okay, can, can you help me? The district attorney, when he found out that the criminal, the one um, victimizing her, was also Latino, he said, no, I, this is not for Latinos on Latino crimes. So he sent her away and threatened That's to... That's crazy. Sent her away, threatened to her out of the country and never helped her wow so that kind of like opened up the doors for us to write the story about diwa because filipinos there's a lot of overseas filipino workers around yeah. the world that mm -hmm. makes up a big chunk of the gdp of the country so it's like okay well this is the untold story that's knocking on our and doors. i feel like that it's a, it's a common story if um if you know a lot of people who have immigrated to the u.s or have families um and it's kind of crazy did you find that this story, once you started pitching it um, and, um, and everything was uh, coming to fruition, like, did you feel like it, it resonated with a lot of people? It, uh, you know, we, we've started screening it to a bunch of, of people, like some in the industry, mm -hmm. some not in the industry. We screened it specifically. Like, there's this group of friends who are also our valet guys in the live, work, loss where our production <laughs> company is. And, some of them are half in the industry, like one guy's like a social media star, and then one guy's like completely not, but he has an uncle who um, is undocumented, but he's not Filipino, he's mm -hmm. Venezuelan or, or Ecuadorian, was it? <laughs> I think he's from, from El Salvador, thanks, bro. Um, <laughs> and it resonated with them because it's, it's their own story or a story that the relative went through. So it, mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't matter if it's a Filipino story or not, but for them, it's it's there's something in it for them that resonated with them. You know, they were very angry at some of the characters <laughs> in our film. So. The trailer, if, if y'all have not seen it, it's intense. I mean, like, I feel like just watching the trailer itself is, you feel for the character, you feel how lonely she is. And, uh, you know, you see her at this the top of this building in L.A. and you're like, oh, my gosh, she's going to jump. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's frightening and, uh, and it's a harsh reality. And I, I just, it, it's interesting because even online, 
I've been I've been following Diwa uh, since the Thank beginning, you. and <laughs> and it's funny because there are haters out there who just don't even believe in immigration. There's like hate messages of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like this isn't real or like immigrants need to just leave. And Ina, oh my God, I don't know how she's like she's such a saint. Like I feel like I would just like like <laughs> clap right back, you know. <laughs> like but she's so great about you. You're so great about you know kind of laying it out and just really hearing what they have to say and then. Uh, can you share like some of the the comments that you? Well, made? well, the funniest part is they think Diwa is real. I mean, she's real, right. but she think they, they, they thought that like I was a, Diwa, and like they an actual illegal immigrant they making a movie. That I was undocumented. <laughs> so they, they'd be like, "No, you're just taking away our husbands and our. Are you just trying to to marry our white guys so you can live in this country? Go away!" I'm like, "No, no, no." I'm an American citizen. My name is Aina Dumlao. I am an actor and a filmmaker. This is a story about no, 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 go like. So that's like one of the more egregious wow. ones, you know. And some of them are like verbatim lifted from Trump's uh, mm. speech about you know Mexicans are rapists, criminals, and all that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, just because you've heard of one or two stories about undocumented criminals, that's. Point zero zero one percent of what is actually the truth, and I would give them articles from the FBI. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be bipartisan, and they'd be like, "No, I, I, I don't like your hate propaganda. I, I, no, I, no, just <laughs> yeah, go I back mean, to your country." I'm like, "This, I live here right now. I'm Filipino, but I live here right now." I mean, even <laughs> that na- na- nowadays, it's like just throwing FBI <laughs> statistics. Yeah. Even that's not even neutral anymore. No, no, not anymore. Um, no, were you born here in the states, or were you born elsewhere? I was born in the Philippines. Whoop, 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 yep, whoop, yep. whoop, whoop. Um, and I, I think I've been here like six, seven years now. So, oh, nice. Yeah, but born and raised. Nice. Pinay, uh, pinay. Oh, snap. <laughs> actually, what we can do is uh, we can actually play a, the trailer for Diwa right now. Oh, yes. Take a minute. Ooh. And so here's the trailer for Diwa. You guys check it out. Where I come from, life is hard. Everyone is poor. We struggle for money, for food to eat. We struggle for happiness. They say America is great. I can be anything. But I came here not for me, for my family. home, my father, he's dying. But now, I can't help anymore. This country hates me, and no one wants me here. An immigrant. Illegal. Don't worry, I'm going. And I'm never coming back. Please tell my family I love them. Please join the cast and crew at the world premiere of Diwa at Dances with Films, June 9th at 5 p.m. at TCL Chinese. Pre-sale ticks are $15 and $18 closer to the date. The film is a hard, realistic look at the plight of immigrants victimized by violent crimes and the obstacles they face, told through the eyes of one victim. The film is in the competition category, meaning they have a shot at an Oscar ticket.
So please invite your family, friends, and everyone you know. Your presence will help them out immensely. Tickets can be bought at www.danceswithfilms.com slash diva. And we're back. And that was an intense trailer for Diva, wasn't it? Like, but <laughs> don't do it. Don't jump. Don't worry. She's here. It's no. okay. It's all just movie magic, guys. Just call me. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, that's an intense, like, trailer, like, for, you're like, what's going to happen? But it's like, it's not a spoiler alert, though, right? I can't, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think the teaser that you guys played doesn't have scenes from the actual mm-hmm, no. uh, short film because we're trying to keep it, you know, fresh and exciting. But it, it, it does encapsulate the feeling that... We both have security clearances, so it's okay. Oh, okay. You can tell us. You can show us later. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I look forward to it. But I'll, I want to go back to, like, you, like... Um, where did you grow up? Like, tell us where you grew up. What part of the Philippines? I, I grew up in Quezon City, Project oh, yeah. 6. Oh, oh, oh nice. We yeah. got an address, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I grew up there. Um, I was uh, raised by a single mom. Oh. And uh, she's kind of like my inspiration and one of my number one loves. <laughs> so um, she's actually one of our main supporters for Diwa. She, it's great. She's the one who... Much to our surprise, like asked every single Kababayan mm. yes. family friend that she knew, and like, hey, support my daughter. So, yeah. yeah she's going to get producer, associate producer. <laughs> she is a producer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what part of the Philippines are you from? Uh, my family's, fr- well, I'm, I grew up where I was born in Quezon City, like oh. Manila oh, suburb. There you but, go. Yeah. But I my, didn't know that. Yeah, no. <laughs> when did you leave? Uh, I was I yeah yeah <laughs> no my family moved here when uh when I was ten years old uh, but my family's like from Nueva Ecija or Cabanatuan, which is like for most Filipino Americans that doesn't mean anything but like when you tell like no older generation <laughs> Filipinos they're like oh cool uh you know they exactly know it that's like the amazing thing about like Philip like Filipino immigrants and like the older folks they're like yeah oh I like they talents like oh I think I went to school with them like the, they know them. Um, Do you know a Carlo Talents? I'm sorry, I'm touching you. <laughs> Can you get my permission first? <laughs> um, Do you know a Carlo Talents? I went with them in school. We oh, you're being serious. Yeah. Sometimes a lot of talents. Uh, yeah, all the talents are pretty much uh, related to each other. Like ah. what you in the Philippines or here? Philippines. Yeah. Like he was my prom date. Oh. Ooh. Nothing happened. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in prom in the Philippines you're still dancing. Like that's yeah, like <laughs> shoulder. The par- parents are usually present at proms, so uh, yeah. no chance for a hanky panky. <laughs> G-rated. It's all G-rated, it's guys. Well, G-rated. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, not. But I'm I'm starting to meet some of them because like some of them are like immigrating here too. Like we're like the. F- first few that immigrated here in the U.S. So, uh, like, my aunt was, like, the she married a Navy guy, uh, but a Filipino Navy guy. So yeah, I was yeah. like, um, so we were the first ones, but now they're starting to come here, and I'm starting to meet one. I mean, Phil, I'm creative. Like, I met another one, uh, Les, um, El- Ledge Talents, and, like, He's a he's a lighting guy. Um, he's a gaffer. Did you swab him for Ancestry.com? Like, hey, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Did you hey, show him the family crest? <laughs> Did you show him your family crest? Yeah. Do you have one? I, I don't know if it's legit. Oh, I don't know if it's don't legit. 
No, because it's like there's one like some like uh, a, a a Spanish guy like he's like oh this is our crest but like you know like I was like okay what's the back I want to know the real is this legit because they do sell that stuff online that and some of it's just fake like that's true like was it like a like a Sari Manok or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no because like all my all my a lot of my family are like specifically um, from U- Europe they traced it back so. Um, and before that, it was Germanic, and then they eventually moved to Spain, and then Spain to Philippines. Um, what, do, what about Dumal? Where, where does Dumal come from? Do you know what it means? I, I don't know what it means, but I think it was originally Chinese, mm. and then it oh. was Fili- Filipinoized with a with a dumb. <laughs> like, oh. I could be making. So you're you're originally Alao. <laughs> Alao. And then Dumal. And then Dumal. <laughs> but like my my uh, mother's side of the family was Spanish. Okay. So, you know, and then water down, water down. And then I wonder if it was hyphenated at one point, and then they were just like, let's just put it together. Together. Doom lao. Doom lao. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, Della like Pena is of the rock, and so I've traced it back to my fourth great-grandfather was a Spanish warrior who Ooh. fought in the Philippines, found, you know, a Filipina, <laughs> and, stayed. <laughs> and stayed. But yeah, my family's mostly Visayan, and so... But you know, I, I my home country is Germany. <laughs> so, right. I was born in Ludwigsburg, very small uh, place. There's a castle there, though. So yeah, yeah. Good Morgan. Y- yes, <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, when you were g- growing up, like when did you, when you immigrated here? What was the first U.S. city that you arrived in? Oh, oh, um, I was uh, with uh, an ex ex. <laughs> An XXX. XXX. <laughs> Whoa, let's not make three of them. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, that's true. Um, and he was a native of Detroit, Michigan. So that oh. was my first city. Straight up first. eight mile. So is Eminem? Eminem, yeah. You know, it, it, I, I don't know how it is right now. Like if, if the city has revived, but back then it was like empty and like a lot of, you know, just empty buildings oh and yeah empty so everything so i'm like is this america i'm not sure i'm not sure what's <laughs> you're like on. wait this is philippines again <laughs> <You're> <laughs> in like, some yeah, parts of the philippines, philippines. <laughs> so, like, so where are the people so yes that was like oh is first. that desolate like it was desolate so i and, and and then we went to his parents area you know in the wow. suburbs so it's like okay this looks more Normal. Like how America, yeah, this is so, what I saw like, in the movies. Yeah, this is the movie version that I imagined. But yeah, you know, so it was Detroit, the city that I wow, that's it. To. I I think I, yeah, I don't think I've been to Detroit. I've been to Chicago, like up that I've area. Been to, uh, have I been to Detroit briefly? I think just passing through. Wow, but you know, to me, that's different. It's different. Just you know, so. How was the move, like, and then eventually you made it here to L.A. Like, mm-hmm. how was that move, and, like, what did you think of uh, L.A. when you got here? I mean, so when we went to Detroit, it was, like, a, a, a direct fr- flight from Cebu to Mich- I, I don't even know how that worked. But then from, from Detroit, we went to L.A. after that. And then when I first saw L.A., I'm like, okay, so this is the holy grail of this what is. I see <laughs> in films. You know, but it wasn't until maybe three, four years after that, that I ended up staying here more permanently because I had a different corporate world before Oh, and so, like, what got you into acting, like? um... I mean, it's it's funny. So when I, you know, like I said, I mentioned that I had a a corporate side of me that Mm -hmm. I 
has have since left behind but that company invested in a in a feature film with andy dick oh. as the lead it, it was something that i didn't want to happen <laughs> because it was company money but i'm like all right well it's happening and when that happened i became executive producer but i wasn't mm. an actor i wasn't a filmmaker okay i was kind of just on set overseeing the investment to make sure that it, <laughs> it wasn't getting squandered so that you was, were the boss i was the boss but the boss didn't know what she was doing so there are other <laughs> people who knew what they were doing i mean it's also. good to you know make sure budget is on target because mm-hmm. i mean you could blow through i mean so easy millions like that you know luckily it wasn't that kind of film it was more oh, of like a, like a, a modified lower budget kind of <laughs> yeah. okay. it was you know our 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 company had like the the, the bigger the biggest stake on it so yeah. that's kind of like my first foray into the entertainment industry but not as an actor did your previous career help you for your role on ballers <laughs> oh. I, did, I just kept like thinking about you know yeah. like your character on the show and i mean <laughs> people who saw that and know me in real life who i really am as a, as a person mainly my husband they know how crazy i am in real life that <laughs> i can go from zero to a hundred for no reason just like push my button one time and I, I, I could go crazy, I could go insane. So I wouldn't necessarily say my corporate <laughs> background, although that has its own world of experiences that p- probably helped inform that role, but no, I'm just kind of crazy. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I mean, and just since we didn't say it earlier in the, the, the show, like aside, aside from filmmaker, she is, she's an actress and she's been in Ballers, MacGyver, and uh, you were in another show. Bro, bro, I was on uh, with Hank Azaria and Brock Meyer. There you go. And um, I played a Filipino telenovela star in Yes. Wow. <laughs> nice. <Perfect>. So um, <laughs> I was gonna tell, like you got to and ballers like um, like comparing your set like experience in on ballers to I mean just being with the rock and like a fellow a fellow you know Pacific Islander like your interaction with him and just how was it just. What's he like? How do he smell? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he smells as good as he looks. <laughs> well, what, what's funny is I think he was in the middle of planning Jumanji or his next 30 other films that he was always... He's so busy. He's always so doing busy. something, right? So busy. And he had like a team of assistants following him around. He's always on phone calls. But then for our scenes, he had like the lion's share of, of, of the dialogue. So he's like, okay... When he's not on phone calls, he's like working on his lines and whatever. So it's like he was always kind of on his own, just wow. trying to like probably keep his sanity mm-hmm. together. But in our interactions, we had like one specific interaction where he kept sitting on my seat where, where I was super. <laughs> oh. so I'm like, I mean, he's big. I'm what? I'm barely like five one, and he's what six. I don't know, six five. Six or giant, something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> pure, pure muscle. So was like sitting, like imagine if 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 I'm the if you're the rock and I'm just like standing there. I'm like, okay, we're ready, we're ready to do to, to do one more. And I'm like, um, excuse me, uh, you're 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 sitting on my seat. I'm like, oh, just just tell me to get the fuck out of my seat. Like, <laughs> you know? He's like, he's kind of saying it's okay. You can tell me. And like, so that was kind of like one of our bigger interactions. Like, <laughs> did you do you address him as like Dwayne the Rock? Like, what do you? I think everybody just calls him. Du- I think Dwayne is how he's addressed on set. The big D. Excuse Dwayne. me, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, and then um, 
with MacGyver, like, how was that experience? And like, even um, when you found out you're gonna be on the show, like, I mean, it was so fast. I I, I didn't even audition in the room. It was a oh, wow. an audition that my husband and I taped at our studio because what happened was they shot the pilot mm-hmm. for whatever reason. They weren't happy with whatever the pilot was. They threw away everything that was in the pilot except the two leads, which was uh, Lucas, which is Lucas Dill and George Eads. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to make something from nothing in the next like four weeks. So when I got the audition, it was like on a Friday or something. Then we got the call on a Monday saying, are you available to fly out tomorrow? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. what is this for again? I'm like, no, no, you audition for MacGyver. I'm like, okay, well, yes. Okay, so we're just waiting for network approval. And then Tuesday morning, literally at five in the morning, mm-hmm. they go and say, okay, you have to fly out like right now. Oh my gosh. There wasn't even any time to kind of process it and yeah. understand what's happening. And you know, they, they always say a recurring role. You don't know if it's like one episode or 30. Mm-hmm. So when they said, okay, this is a recurring role, I'm like, okay, cool. And then I flew out and then, okay, you come back next week. And then, oh, you come back again. You come back again. I'm like, oh. Oh, so this is a real... <laughs> it's a real recurring <laughs> role. <laughs> you guys are lying to me. So, yeah, so that's, that was kind of how I found out. And do you know if that character was... I mean, you know, they were like, oh, they saw it as a like an Asian-American character, or it was just a non-specific... It was non-specific, I think. I mean, it was... The, the name was Andy Lee, but the breakdown said open ethnicity. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the Lee was meant to be like, hey, we really had somebody Asian in mind. But it wasn't. It was I know because Lee can go. Could have been anyway. British. Yeah, yeah. could have yeah. been British. Yeah. So I'm assuming it, it was just basically open ethnicity. I'm glad it went to me. <laughs> My nice. no, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, when you're choosing a, a role or, um, you know, like what do you look for in like choosing a role when it's offered to you, or even when you see a breakdown or like an audition? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of at a stage in my career mm-hmm. where I kind of just take whatever my agents or my managers say, like, okay, so here's your audition, go to it. You know, I'm, I'm not at a kind of like a, at a Julia Roberts level. I'm like, eh, I, I'm not interested in this one. I'm not interested, <laughs> you know, I won't do nudity. That's the only thing I won't do. But um, when, I, when I do self-submit, because I still do self-submit to roles, I submit to roles where I feel like I can bring something into it as a human being or mm-hmm. the project is trying to say something that hasn't been said before or trying to say something important which is what Sansaru the film yeah that that I play the lead in I it wasn't an audition I got from my agent or from my manager I submitted to it I kind of chased the role because I liked the project and I liked what the director did previously so yeah and tell us more about this uh the Sansaru like the like what's the concept of that and um if you can talk about it. Yeah, I, th- I think I can. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Sanzaru, I, th- I think it's like a Japanese term for see no evil, hear no evil, speak mm-hmm. no evil, you know, the three, the, the the three, three monkeys. monkeys. Sanzaru. Um, I also play a Filipino character, Okay. which is why I was very happy that, you know, it's you, you've met uh, Zai. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you're playing in it too, right? Yes. yes. She plays I play the sister. sister on the phone. Uh, yeah. Um, Zai... Is super white. <laughs> yes, that was a surprise. I heard you, Zai. I just did not expect you. <laughs> I was like, like, because I, I called, right? We met up at AFI uh, to to do the voiceover, and and Zai was like, "Oh yeah, I'm at the top of the hill," and I was just like, 
And there was like well, one white guy. That I'm was like, like who's who's. Where? And then he's like, starts waving. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was really sweet. Yeah. 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 I mean, Zai, like I said, is white, you know, but just the fact that he wrote a story with a lead who looks like me, mm-hmm. a specifically Filipino American story, I think if, if one out of a thousand writers, directors, filmmakers who aren't of color did that, then we're making progress. So that's right. kind of like, one of the main things that drew me to that project specifically. Yeah, and if they write the character as like more three dimensional yes, instead of like stereotypes and yep. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's great. Like and he's and, from Chicago, right? I believe he's from Chicago or Illinois. Illinois. I talked to him because I had asked him, right? Like mm-hmm. why why Filipinos? What what made you? Do you know a lot of Filipinos? And and uh, he actually told me he was like scoping you out for a while. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I don't know many uh, Filipino-Americans who are in the industry because, you know, he's not from L.A., clearly. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, he, uh, he was just, like, searching online and uh, trying to find, uh, you know, really strong actresses for the lead role. And Ina! <laughs> Ina was found. And uh, it, was, it was really cute. Like, he was, he was so happy to have found you. And I was like, dude, there's, like, a whole, you know, there's a whole group of us out here mm-hmm. and so uh yeah well, thanks to you guys uh the voices you know feel i'm creative in general you guys yeah. are kind of giving an audience and a platform for mm-hmm. just the filipino american entertainment people in general to have a voice you know, yeah i mean we and we do appreciate you even you just participating with a lot of our members uh making making films with us you made a film with uh, michael kuya right <laughs> Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's a great short film that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Who to Love? Who to Love. And, and also Atomic Kids. With that's right. I know. I was surprised. Yeah, I was like, yeah, with Craig. And I was like, whoa, she's doing that post-apocalyptic. <laughs> and I thought that was great that, you know, that even though you're you know, on these shows, Ballers and, uh, you know, and MacGyver, that you're coming out and helping and, like, and also us. doing our our actors panel too. She just did our actors panel last uh, summer in 2017. Has it been that long? Yeah, been? yeah. It's almost been <laughs> almost a year now, and That's so, so crazy. yeah. And it, it's fascinating because there are you know plenty of our members who you know see you on TV, see you in in short yeah. films, and you know they're all looking forward to seeing you you know in feature films. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> and for the people that's. Uh, that's starting out, you know, what kind of advice would you like give to, um, you know, Filipino or Asian American actors, um, or that's starting out, you know? It's hard, man. It's being an actor is, I've worn many hats in Mm -hmm. different industries before, and this is by far the hardest thing I've ever embarked on. You will want to quit every single day. You'll look at yourself in the mirror and think, boy, I'm, I'm not talented enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not tall enough, blah, blah, blah. You'll, you've come up with every single excuse to want to quit it, whether you're on day one or day 2001. It doesn't matter. So I think my biggest advice would be find somebody who believes in you to kind of fill in the gaps when you don't believe in yourself. And I... I have that, so it's like, (laughs) 
He's nice. here. So we're here. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be in this industry, period. But I wouldn't be in this industry anymore if I didn't have that. So surround yourself with somebody like that. Awesome. I um, think that's so true, you know, to have that kind of support system to keep things real mm-hmm. and and also, uh, you know, to kind of push you to go above and beyond what you even think mm-hmm. you can do. So that's great. I think that's great just advice. great advice in life general. <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> just Hashtag have life lessons. That's like Debbie Downer, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, as for like acting, like what? What advice would you have for people who are like starting at like acting schools or like, you know, this just like how did you choose? How did you choose acting schools? Did you go to acting schools? You know, when you came here, um, obviously, like in terms of like commercial work, you know, there's just commercials are more technical. So mm-hmm. I went to um, Killian's commercial uh, workshop, which is kind of like among all of our friends. We have a lot of I have a lot of friends who work commercially a lot. Like mm-hmm. literally, that's how they. Uh, pay the bills. I mean, commercials pay big money. Oh, yes. That residual pay is worth it. So I, I, I did Killian's because that just teaches you the, the do's and don'ts. Okay. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so when they say your mark, this is what they mean. You know, kind of just like a, an idiot's guide, a, a one-on-one kind of thing. But when it, when it comes to um, theatrical acting, um, upon the advice of Brew, I, I took up um, a Meisner class, oh. uh, you know, like a Meisner intensive because it just strips you down almost as a human being and kind of just teaches you how to listen, how to react. If you don't have that in you yet as an actor, you know, listening is 90% of the work and mm-hmm. kind of that's what Meisner teaches you to do. But I, I didn't finish that. I won't go into to mm. details, but I, <laughs> I only did probably like 20, 25% of the class and then I left, but I never took a class. Well, clearly everything you've done has helped you, you know, whether it's life experience or, yes. uh, you know, uh, official training and all that. I mean, my goodness, you're doing it, girl. Yeah, We're so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, because I think the hardest part for people starting out even is just finding the right school or even like not getting taken advantage of when I, they're I, doing stuff I, like I, that. I really believe Meisner classes are you know, especially for actors with, with a, without prior training or prior experience. You know, Playhouse West is one of them, and you know, um, Baron Brown all the way in Santa Monica, if you live on that other side of town. Those are things yeah. that starting actors should, should look out for. You yeah. know, always audit a class and see if it's right for you. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. me personally, I, I am a fan of like improv acting too. Like I, I've gone to US, UCB, but I think, even UCB or Groundlings or any improv schools, mm-hmm. I think are is great training for for any actor <clears throat> at any stage. <laughs> improv is, is amazing. Um, and so like um, I'm just wondering influences for you. Like growing up, who were your um, acting influences? Ooh, growing up, Nora Onora. Oh wow! Yeah, just the fact that she she looked different than everybody else. You know, I don't know if if you guys are completely aware of how it is in the Philippines. She's a for all of you guys watching that's not aware. If Nora Nora is a Filipina actress, like dark darker skin. Yeah, I mean, but she was. uh, How do you? Who was? Who would be the American equivalent of Nora Nora? Um, I see, like a Viola. Viola Davis. Davis. In terms of like intensity and kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, or I mean, but 
popularity. It was like Meryl mm. Streep. Well, yes. Viola Davis now, but like Meryl, I feel like almost Meryl, Meryl Streep of like Philippine right. acting. So the, she was a, Philippi- a big Philippine actress back in, well, she is now or in the 80s, 90s? I don't, I, I, Just, she had a long career, though. Yeah, I, I don't know what she's doing right now. Yeah. But back then, you know, my dad was obsessed with her, and I was always confused. I'm like, oh, but she didn't look like anybody else back mm. then, because in the Philippines, even until now, so it's like different. mestizas, half something, half chinita, half Yeah, you know, it's like there's a... Use that Eskinol. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So bad. <laughs> there is always this, uh, yeah, like what they call now is colorism, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more light-skinned Filipinos get to be on TV, and it's getting better now in the Philippines even. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I think but so. I mean, it happens in Latin America and even here. Africa and here. <laughs> it's getting yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. We're trying to make it even more better. Yes. Yeah. And, um, oh, so, okay, wow. But just because my dad was obsessed with her, and just kind of like as a little girl drew me to her i'm like oh she looks different oh she kind of looks a little bit like me she's on the darker side you know but then i realized like out of everybody her acting is just so natural and mm-hmm. deep and she's just a fantastic actress i'm sure she i'm sure she, she still is but back then that was like oh wow now, have you had an opportunity or been approached to do films in the Philippines? No, but I'm I'm friends with um, Arnold Reyes. He's like oh, a, yeah. a, a indie actor mm-hmm. in the Philippines. We're approaching him for the feature film oh, version cool. of Duma. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, you want me to introduce you to Boyabunda?" I'm like, "Boyabunda, yeah, he's my manager." I'm like, "Oh." But you know, I, it, I never visited, revisited that conversation. It's it's an interesting thought. I don't know how it, how, how. When was the I last time it. you were back in the Philippines? Oh, like three years, mm-hmm. four years. It's been a while. Would you want to film in the Philippines? Diwa is set. Like forty percent of it is set. Because you had yeah, you had some shots from in the Philippines, right? There was actually that wasn't shot for Diwa. But that was just brew shooting footage footage in the Philippines when we were there like Good. a couple years ah, ago. Nice. But it worked out, so it made it ten times more amazing. Yeah, pro tip. I, I actually do that. Like I just when I travel, I just like ran, shoot random B roll footage. So if any of you filmmakers like to travel, always, I'd always. recommend doing that. You have no excuse now. Every phone shoots amazing. Yeah. Footage. So what is your favorite Filipino food? My favorite Filipino food is pancit. Palabo. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know how to make it. I, I tried before. It's, di- it's, 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 <laughs> tough. it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's a process. Uh, what would you say is your uh, favorite favorite Filipino food spot here? Lhasa is my favorite. <gasps> I have yet to go. Lhasa. It's Lhasa's super fine close dining. here. Uh, they have like lunch, like a lunch special of like $10, but it's like big bowls of like this Lechon Kawali. Uh, Adobo and like stuff like that, and it's amazing. Nice. I'm not being paid for saying that. I just really like it. Yeah, I've yet to go there yet. Um, You shot Who to Love there. Oh, did you? Oh, that's right. I did not know that. Yes, I heard that. Mm. Cool. Lhasa. <laughs> you you want to go, Walter? Uh, yeah, we'll have to check you it out. You want to take now. me yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, I'll take you it. out. Yeah. I'll take you out. It's, it's, oh, it's modern days. It's, it's, <laughs> women, women take it. Take a take. Uh, pay now, like right? Like, <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. What kind of date are you? <laughs> I'm a cheap one. <laughs> clearly, clearly, cheap date. That's oh, wait, okay. I think that's a different meaning, right? <laughs> Just Very different. What, what is Crickets. a? Um, yeah. Well, don't judge me. <laughs> That's rule number one. Rule number one: no judgment. 
No worries. Currently, are you ingesting, and what's your favorite uh, book or movie that you're ingesting right now or binging on? I, well, what was the last movie? Oh, Mozart in the Jungle. I don't oh, know if you guys yeah, know, yeah, I know. Oh. Um, Gail Bernal, Lola Kirk, Thomas Pembridge. It's just a tour de divorce of acting. It's on Amazon right now. Ooh. It's just, there's so much sadness and darkness in news today that a lot of times it's, it's reflected in the films that we see, mm -hmm. you know, and the shows that are out there. But Mozart in the Jungle is just a ray of positivity and light. Oh, just, wow. Yeah, it just makes I us happy. I want to watch it. Like, yeah. It's on Amazon. So, oh, man. yeah. And in terms of books, I'm reading um, Angels on the Underground. It's a story about four women. One of them is Filipino, but four women who made a difference in World War II. Oh. So it's set in the Philippines. So, so it's about the resistance fighters? About the resistance fighters, like unknown stories about these four women. One of them is um, a Filipina who's a journalist who became a guerrilla fighter. Oh, nice. cool. So, yeah. And yeah, which is why it like, goes back to what we were talking about, like, Kabanatuan na Wawasiya. And then, like, just because when people don't know it, but they know it before, like, the Bataan Death March or Corregidor. Right. Like, because that's, they had, and they, the Japanese had internment camps there for the U.S. soldiers afterwards. Right. So that's how they know it. And the locals um, helped uh, help people and even, like, release some of them. Like, the movie The Greatest was it no? Was it Great Escape or something like that? The Great Raid. Like they help with the resistance. They help with the resistance or help feed the 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 U.S. soldiers, the special forces, and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, so when you tell them that, like people are like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I know where that is." <laughs> or I've heard of it. I, I I mean, I'm sure you know in the back of my mind, I know, but yeah, Kabanatuan. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great even going back there and like seeing the old forts. Like next time you go in the Philippines, just check it out. They have like the old like the uh, island bases, the giant cannons that they used to use to defend Philippines. Uh, it's crazy. I'm going to go to Corredor because that yeah. was supposed to be like the first line of mm -hmm. defense in the strong, like there's like an underground network of hospitals. And yeah, yeah. And there everything. is this giant, it's like, a, yeah, it's an island or something. And in the middle is this giant cannon, like 200 Bar 200 feet barrel or something like that. It's huge. Is and it supposed to take down Gigantic a ship? concrete, yeah. Dang, um, that is huge. But it was before it was like designed in World War One, but then in World War Two, they like the ships are faster and they had airplanes, mm -hmm. right. and they're like and then became useless. It's like uh, you can't shoot an airplane with this right. thing. I had so. to do like a it was like a twenty page paper on a military battle, and I chose mm -hmm. uh, like the smaller battle that happened before Bataan, and uh, it's insane because like if 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 we had lost that battle, it would have been way way worse. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. So I hope that you know there's more films that are made to tell these stories because growing up in the states, you don't. Okay, it, when I was in history class in Texas in high school, Bataan was like two paragraphs. <laughs> like, like we didn't. I mean, like literally, like you don't learn you know much about Philippines history. Maybe it's different in LA. I don't know, but at least in, nah, Texas, in California, it was like uh, when we studied history, it was uh, kind of like one page too, or like. I think we spent Minimal. a week or maybe less than a week in like world history or or like just other people's story. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I mean there's there's a lot of re I mean Wonder Woman is an amazing film but there's like real life Wonder Woman and Wonder Man, yes. you know, and, and, you know, real figures history, that yeah. were in history like that. So we're trying. We're trying to <laughs> come up with these stories and you know. And I think that's why it's important for like um 
like Filipino Americans or people of color to learn your history and write stories, learn how to write stories because like, you know, actresses or actors uh, of color like can't act unless we create content, unless we write, we make things. So it's, you know, for you guys watching, that's very important. And, you know, Ina here is creating content too. You know, she's not, she's not just an actor, she's a filmmaker, you're, you're writing, producing things. Control your destiny, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, as you said that, I'm thinking. I was thinking of like um, Brad Pitt and Troy. Like, take it. It's yours. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, because uh, content-wise, it's uh, because like black filmmakers did that. Like, they created content, mm -hmm. and it, it's it's still a struggle for. Get out, Pan Black Panther. Oh my God, Black Panther! I finally watched it, guys. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my what? gosh, it's so amazing. It's, it's uh, you know, I, I took my four-year-old. Like, I think for four-year-olds, it's, uh, it's a little bit too much. I, I think so. He was just like, what's good? He was like, that's a bad guy. <laughs> I was, like, was it too too complex for uh, him to... I, I think so. He's much more into, like, Lego movies and, you know, Coco. cartoons. Is, oh, yeah, loves Coco, for sure. Mm -hmm. But Black Panther, man, is the he, costumes yeah. were amazing. Uh, the storylines were amazing. I mean, it was beautiful. I just, as a Bay Area native, you know, like <laughs> uh, having Oakland featured and, you know, Ryan Coogler's from Oakland. So mm. it's like, that's why he did it. And I was like, every time so. he mentions it, never fails. Every time. What, interviews <laughs> and all that? No, Walter oh. Talents. Oh. Every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, for all the Bay Area viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people find you? Where? How can they find you social media wise? Oh, websites? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a website, which I'm not really updating. I mean, it's linked to my social media accounts. It's just my name, Ina Dumont dot com and all my social media handles are my name it's just Ina Dumlao okay how about Diwa does it have a oh Diwa is my name is Diwa is so Twitter slash my name is Diwa website is my name is Diwa.com any future projects like what do you see yourself doing in like you know in the next three or five years like where do you want to be I mean because of Diwa we've submitted to several um, diversity directing programs mm -hmm. and a bunch of those things so we haven't heard from them yet because they're still in the judging process. And we're hoping that that will get me into a bunch of female directing programs so I can direct TV and film yes. and then do that with Brew as well. But we have like a couple of projects that we're working on right now, which we can't speak of. But those have diversity, people of color, Filipino Americans at the heart of it as well. So hopefully I can talk about those things more soon. Maybe in another interview. Yes, yes. definitely. Yeah, I've updated. Yeah, and I really hope you come back and talk to us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. No, oh. thank you for coming here. <laughs> I love great. the background. Who made this? <laughs> we were like Noah's art. It's a team. Team effort. All, all Everybody on the Voices team, we like literally like chopped wood and literally <laughs> well, we made it yeah we and special <laughs> shout out to uh your friend special shout out to alberto la pena thank you so much for uh being our uh, wood cutting guy <laughs> there you go and so yeah i just want to say thank you for coming to voices uh it was a pleasure having you here uh everyone this is aina dumlao this Salamat. is arlene de la pena 
or AKA Arlene from the Rock. <laughs> or the Arlene cliff of the rock. Of the rock. Of the rock. <laughs> and I'm Walter Talents. Um, thanking you guys for coming out here and uh, watching us. Uh, we appreciate you. This is Phil Am Creative Podcast. Voices. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. <laughs>